Welcome to issue 191 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here, we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as the so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel, and joining me tonight is Mike. Hey, Daniel. How nice to hear your melodic voice again. Oh, it's so sweet of you to say. Back at you, brother. And speaking of melodic, Steve, you're with us tonight, too. Hello, Daniel. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. Hi, Daniel. (laughs) You sounded, um, I don't know, somewhat robotic for a second there, Steve. Somewhat relentless, you might say. (laughs) Oh, Oh. I feel megalomaniacal, but I won't go there. So, if you don't know what you're talking, what we're talking about, prefer the last episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go back one. Yeah. Oh, this past week has been malevolent. I feel like I've been staring into the abyss. Well, <laughs> well you know what they Daniel. say: it's staring back. There you go. Yeah, and uh, I'm curious, Daniel. What's that? What is the abyss saying to you? It's saying, "Doff the hair." Sent us a message. How cool is that? Now, this is a message on Patreon, Steve, right? Yeah, from a patron on Patreon. You can just write little notes to us. Look at that. Yeah. So here's what Doff DeHair says. Happy to support you guys. Keep up the good work. And know that you almost completed a nefarious scheme on the Dutch highways about a year ago. I was listening to your podcast on the way back home from work, and when the outro started playing, the volume was so high, I almost (laughs) drove off into the side. Thankfully, my minion survival training kicked in, and I managed to steer clear of any danger in time. Whoa, thank goodness. Uh, Wow. Wow. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to fire our editor, Mike. Yeah, well... (laughs) Yeah, that that guy from a year ago has been replaced by a clone, so we're okay. (laughs) Okay, cool. Uh, Glad glad you're okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's it's we don't want to be killing our minions. We want to be killing the non minions. So we're glad you're okay. And I believe in Dutchland, where this guy's from. Like, if you drive (laughs) off the road, aren't you into the ocean? Oh, could be. Right. Yeah. I mean, it it is called the Low Countries, right? Are they below sea level? Or somewhere, like most of it? I thought that was a fun fact about uh, the Netherlands. No? I'm going to take your word for it. Thank you. Yeah. I believe it's, most of what you said. trivial knowledge, which is all I possess. Doff de hair. Thank you. So uh, what are we doing tonight, Steve? Oh, we're, uh, we're going to look at the modular set Operation Zero Tolerance. Actually, the modular set is just called Zero Tolerance. No operation. No operation. But... Really, it's Operation Zero Talents. Let me tell you, I, I, I'm i going to enlighten and befuzzle you guys tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the term Zero Talents may be well known today, but did you know that it did not, it did not come into the public eye until the 1980s with America's War on Drugs? Since then, it's been applied to many more law enforcement initiatives and similar things. It proposes a punishment for every infraction of some stated rule with no wiggle room for mistakes, such as the new zero tolerance rule in the lair that Daniel is no longer to have cups of coffee around delicate electronic equipment. Yeah, Daniel. 
one time. One time. Yeah, well, should you be caught doing it, you will be cleaning out the septic tank on a monthly basis with a hand pump and a hose that's just a little bit too short for the job. Okay. Do a medium for that, Steve? No, we don't. No. That's why. <laughs> no. All right, so in the case of Marvel, the zero tolerance is refers to anyone who is a mutant, a peaceful mutant, a violent mutant, somebody who's born with it, or, I don't know, somehow if you're turned into one, and the punishment is capture and death. So... This is kind of good for us, kind of bad for us, because it does go after the hero types, but also our fellow villain, villains like Brotherhood, Magneto, right? They, they, they don't really care mm. if, as long as you're a mutant. So in Marvel, the Operation Zero Tolerance was the aftermath of the Onslaught saga in the summer of 1997. And it was a central theme for most of like the X or X-adjacent titles. At the end of the Onslaught saga, a lot of non-mutant heroes were dead. Uh, but most of the mutants were not and because of this the mutants were seen as having murdered those non-mutants because of how like Onslaught was defeated blah 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 valiant sacrifice by the non-mutant heroes yada yada selfless acts of heroism yuck yeah more to the point (laughs) this led to a great amount of distrust for mutants so Graydon Creed presidential candidate and child of Mystique and Sabretooth Daniel. Oh, mm. yes. yes. Okay. He is an outspoken proponent of mutant hatred, and he gets assassinated, escalating humanity's fear towards mutants because Fair. they believe a mutant killed him. Okay. So let's, we'll just pause here for a moment. Graydon, this is the child you spoke of, Daniel, of between Sabretooth and Mystique when we did the okay. Mystique show. Okay. So Mystique is posing as spy in Germany. Sabretooth was there, probably eating more bratwurst than humanly possible. <laughs> And the two consummate a relationship. Biology takes over. Mystique is pregnant. She gives birth and immediately puts the baby up for adoption because she can't raise a baby and be an evil mastermind, right? Um, uh, okay. Yeah. She's, it's better for the child, uh, et cetera, et cetera, right? She would not have been a great mom, I don't think, at the time. But that's what she thinks. So she gives the baby up for adoption right away. And it turns out little Graydon, despite having two mutant parents, does end up not being a mutant himself. Okay. That's possible? Uh, yeah, it's genetics, I guess. I don't know. It's like you get the recessive gene just right. I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah. So Graydon grows up resentful of mutants, since in his eyes, he's abandoned as a child by mutants simply because he's an inconvenience. This is what he thinks. Okay. Was he? <laughs> That's what Mystique thought. Like, I can't be an evil mastermind and rule the world if I don't if I have this kid hanging on me. So off he goes. Anyhow, he founds a group called the Friends of Humanity, a hate group that promotes bigotry and violence against all mutants. He lobbies for anti-mutant laws. He commits terrorist acts against peaceful mutants. Basically, if there's something bad you can do to a mutant, he does it or he pushes for it. He's now making a presidential bid. Of course he is. <laughs> of course. Yeah. He's, he has a shot at it, too, apparently. But during one of his rallies, he's assassinated by an energy blast, mm. which people assume is a mutant that does it. And they're right, but they get the mutant wrong. Okay. Um, mm. Mm. No food in the lab, Steve. Oh, we're not in the lab. Again? We're, I didn't, we're not in the lab. We're just sitting here in the kitchen. 
Uh, sorry, I was having this banana before it continued. You guys want any or no? No. No. Okay. okay. All right. I have a feeling that we're gonna have all we can handle. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Because the assassin is none other than future mom. It's Mystique. Come back from the future to kill her son, Graydon. Uh, because... Oh. Yeah. Oh. Because. Yeah, it's Mystique. So she travels back in time. She kills Graydon because his group, the Friends of Humanity, will eventually brutally attack Trevor Chase. Now stay with me. Who is the grandson of her lover, Destiny? I think we mentioned her in the Mystique episode. You see, Graydon's little club, the Friends of Humanity, kills Trevor because he's a mutant with reality-warping powers. Now, because Mystique comes back and kills her biological son, Graydon, that she had with Sabretooth, Trevor lives. But at this point, Destiny is dead. And she was, Destiny had been dead, killed three times. The last time, killed by Mystique herself. Okay. Uh, okay. Trevor is living with his parents, Justine and Cole Chase, who are friends with Mystique, who he considers his non-biological grandmother. And you know who hates that? Sabretooth. So Sabretooth murders Trevor's parents in retaliation for his son's murder, the son that hated him and tried to kill him for being a mutant. Still with me? Okay. Anyways, anyway, Sabretooth kidnaps Trevor, and then... Uh, wait, help me here. I'm falling down the rabbit hole. I'm just gonna Hang stop on. Like, like, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, here we go. Okay. Here we go. Uh, family trees. It's ridiculous. So I better not. I better not go any further with that. Okay. We're supposed to be talking about something else. Uh, Operation Zero Tolerance. That's yeah, right. That's, that's right. Okay. Right. So Graydon is dead, and a lot of non-mutant heroes are dead because of that thing called onslaught. I mentioned at the beginning. So there's some dude named Bastion. Yes, this is the Bastion from the campaign cards in the box, which we will eventually talk about. And this guy suggests to the government that they should set a new plan in motion to capture and exterminate mutants using his new Prime Sentinels. And Operation Zero Tolerance is born. Works pretty well. Large number of X-Men are captured. The X-Mansion is seized. They ground the X-Jet. It's all very exciting for us villains. But, 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 all things... We get it. You like the letter X. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) Um... But it's all, all good things must come to an end. Oh. And, yeah. and the reformed Senator Robert Kelly, yes, that one from the Sabretooth scenario, changes his mind on mutants and zero tolerance and just shuts it all down. Uh, effectively, he gives S.H.I.E.L.D. a mandate to shut it down. And between S.H.I.E.L.D. and the remaining X-Men, Bastion and his prime Sentinels surrender and zero tolerance policy is ended. Uh, so oh. what... What is a prime sentinel, you might ask? Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. <laughs> yeah. What's a prime sentinel? I'm glad you asked. They are actually humans who have been fitted with cybernetic nanotech implants, which on activation transform them into armored robotic beings, a.k.a. sentinels. So there's people in there? In this case. Hold on a second. So these Prime Sentinels are basically placed all over the sleeper agents to be activated when Bastion wants. He gives the command word or triggers whatever, and the Nano Sentinels turn them, the Nano Tech turns them into Sentinels. Oh. So the problem here is in this set, we have the Mark II Sentinel and the Mark III Sentinel, which are not Prime Sentinels. They're not even Prime. Oh, they Prime numbers? They're Prime numbers. Uh, well, I may have to ask Judith about that. Um, 
but the Mark II and the Mark III are not Prime Sentinels. They are gigantic robots created by Trask. Uh, so the Mark II is created in the 60s by Trask's son, and the Mark III is created during a project, something called Project Armageddon, in the 70s, and the Prime Sentinels don't show up until the 90s. So the numbering scheme is way off uh, in this set and the previous set. But that's the Operation Zero Tolerance, so that's what the set's about, I guess. We'll just have to uh, overlook the numbering scheme. So that's what I got. Steve, thanks. Wild. That was some good learning. A little twisted, but, you know, good. Yeah. Not as twisted as chat GPT writing your lore again. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, but, Steve. Yes. Why are you bringing up all the Sentinel nonsense again anyway? Didn't we talk about that last week? Well, yeah, but we're going to talk about it again because we're going to dive into some cards. The Zero Tolerance modular set that comes in the Mutant Genesis campaign box. Seven total cards, four by title, required in the project Wide Awake, and suggested in the Master Mold, which is flipped from the previous set. So why don't one of you guys look at the very first Sentinel card? Sure, I'll take this. This is Sentinel Mark II. One scheme, two attack minion with the Sentinel trait, and two health. When revealed, if Operation Zero Tolerance is in play, Sentinel Mark II gains Surge. Otherwise, search the encounter deck and discard pile for the Operation Zero Tolerance side scheme and reveal it. Shuffle one boost. Mm. Oof. I mean, it's Mark II for a reason. Yeah. Steve pointed out last week that two just means health, right? Yeah, pretty much. Let's we'll um, see if that sticks around. <laughs> so in uh, Project Wide Awake, this guy always has surge. Right, because in Project Wide Awake, which we haven't talked about yet, the side scheme, Operation Zero Towns, will be set out during setup and will have permanent and will be in play the whole time. In any other set, however, you have to, this card has to find it and that sort of thing. Sure, right, right. Yep. Um, yep. I just have one quibble with this card, and it's sort of uh, it's grammatical in nature, kind of a, a form of a dangling modifier, sort of. It's just more of a confusing directive. I've had this problem before. Are you going to make a grammar complaint? Kind of. Okay. Well, it's more, it's just, it's unclear. Mm. At the end of all that reading, it just says shuffle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> some other card earlier, one, some weeks ago, had this same problem. Shuffle what? Yep. yep. My body. <clears throat> you know? Uh, probably the encounter deck that it references earlier in the text. But. Yeah. It yep. should be clear. It's got plenty of room to say shuffle the encounter deck. Yep. I thought the robot was just doing the shuffle. <laughs> see, right? It could be. Um, yep. Yeah. I'm curious what people do when they see this card. Shuffle. 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 Okay, this is the Sentinel Mark III that is better in every way. It has two scheme, three attack, three hit points. I know, eh? Mm -hmm. Toughness, Mm -hmm. Sentinel traded. When revealed, search the encounter deck and discard pile for the energy barrier attachment and attach it to this minion. Special boost, you are stunned. If you're already stunned, take two damage. Now, Mike, do you notice how in this one you're not instructed to shuffle? 
I do. So does that mean you just put the cards back the way you found them? It absolutely and, does. And you no, don't it doesn't. <laughs> it means you don't dance. <laughs> How many of you guys played this game? And Steve, for the Mark II, for the Mark II character, you got a little snotty with me, and you're like, probably the encounter deck that referenced. It also referenced the discard pile. Which one do you shuffle? Or it could ask you to just shuffle the lone operation zero tolerance card. Uh, so <laughs> anything in parentheses and italics is simply reminder text, not rules text. So you have to go find the rules text about searching the encounter deck, which then tells you anytime you search a deck, you shuffle that deck afterwards. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But not the discard yeah. pile. <laughs> no, not the discard pile. I think it specifically says that. So yeah. Anyhow, Mark three, it's a pretty good minion. I like it. <sighs> okay, what's here's it, my here's my quibble. Like? Um, well, I guess it's got toughness, but is it really sticking around for that energy barrier to do anything? No. Wait, what energy barrier, Mike? Well, we got to read energy barrier. How about okay. that first? Okay. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, tough and three health, though. Does it matter what energy barrier says? Uh, well, let's, well let's find out. Uh, I'll read it. Let's find All out. Right. Energy barrier. There are two of these. They, it is an attachment. It is sentinel and tech traded. It provides a plus two attack bonus attached to a sentinel minion without energy barrier attached and give it a tough status card. Otherwise, this card gains surge. Force response. After attached minion attacks, give it a tough status card. Okay. One boost icon. It's an amazing attachment on its own. I yep. don't see the sentinel mark three actually using it. I think that's fair to say, because you're going to do whatever you can to get rid of fi a five attack. Right. A, a three attack with piercing clears off the mark three sentinel, right? Yeah, I mean, barring a bad draw in a solo game, he's not sticking around. Agree. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have piercing, it's two attacks you got to throw into the mark three, yep. which means the villain is not getting two attacks thrown at him. Okay, yeah, there is that. Yeah. I feel like three is like, it's easy to do three. Four is, is where things start to get a little tricky. And especially since there, there are a lot of three damage piercing cards. Or I'm, yeah. I'm thinking mainly piercing strike, but you know what I mean? It's uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Haka, Haka has some arrows, uh, Wolverine's claws, yeah. different stuff like that. Yeah. 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 On a three tack character. But remember gentlemen, we can't think of these minions as anything but a waste of time. Yeah, a waste of time and resources, right? And so when you have to focus as much as you have to to get rid of this particular uh, sentinel with the energy barrier on them, it's like Steve said, that stuff you're not doing to advance your game. Yeah, yeah, it is a... These little road bumps, you know? It is a five attack, you're right. You have to go after it, I feel like, right? Or yeah. you have to have a plan to, to defend against it for at least a round, right? Or two, because if it does get to attack, if all you do is ping the tough off and then it still gets to attack, it just gets a tough back because the energy barrier. So, And I like that it gives everyone a tough card no matter who it attaches to, right? It doesn't have to attach the Mark III. So, as long as it's a Sentinel minion. But the Mark III digs it out. Yeah, Mark it'll always be on him, right? Yeah, so like if he steals them from the deck, then it's not going on someone else. Right. Oh, yeah. True. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Well, there's one card left, Daniel. Yeah, what is this scheme? What is this uh, 
modular set trying to do? What is Operation Zero Tolerance, guys? It's a side scheme with three boost icons. His forced response is, after an enemy attacks and defeats an ally, place that ally face down under this scheme. If there are X face down cards under this scheme, the players lose the game. X is three more than the number of players, and it's three threat per player. Now, pro tip, don't misread this card and think it says after an ally leaves play or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Allies right. being heroic and going away from consequential damage do not go under zero tolerance. Yeah, if you want to play that scenario, it's collector one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so I think this card has two modes. If you're just playing it in as a modular set in some random scenario, this comes up and you could just thwart it away, right? Like you can let a couple allies that get defeated tuck under it. Then you can clear it with say solo game for three threat. Uh, it's not that big a deal when you play project wide awake and it is in play at the start of the game and is permanent. Then you have an issue. I think then it really shines. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I do love the fact that it's a loss condition on a modular set. Yeah, it's cool. I have played with it, like just shuffled it into a random game and had it come up and it does. Oh, I, I don't I can't just chump block three times or, you know, it like makes you think a little bit, but it hasn't, it hasn't really slowed me down much when I've, when I've used it and you know, you can just get rid of it for a couple points of thwart. Right. Yeah. I wish maybe there was more threat on it since when it's, when it's in that scenario, who cares how much threat is on it? It doesn't make a difference. It could have 900 threat on it. Clearing it doesn't remove it because it'll be permanent. But in the modular set, it should be like four or five threat per player. Then it's a real mm -hmm. danger, I think. Right? Do you think it'd be too much if it was permanent in a modular set? I don't, I don't know. Because you'd still have to draw it, right? Yeah. You don't yeah. put setup on it. You just put permanent. So when it does come up, it stays out. That could be pretty cool. So that's a like critical like encounters it. house rule, maybe. All right. Uh, what about the set as a whole? Self-contained set. What do you think? What a mixed bag. I mean, energy barrier is an amazing tech attachment. Operation Zero Tolerance is amazing. I really dislike the Mark Three. Uh, and the Mark Two is good at fetching zero tolerance, but it's weak. So I guess you know, as a as a fetch card with uh, that soaks an attack. Okay, fine, great. Oh, oh you, uh, I don't know. Did you give it a B? I'm giving it a B because, and I'm only giving it that high because energy barrier right. and zero tolerance are such uh, cool cards. I think I'm going to go C. I love what they bring to the game. I think I'm going to go C because I think it's really only good in Project Wide Awake. I don't think I'd ever play this sort of on its own, Steve, because what you're saying, like the the scheme, doesn't really affect anything that much. Um. And weirdly, when if even when it's permanent in the campaign scenario belongs in, it sort of makes the Sentinel Mark II less interesting, right? He's never going to do his test. He's never going to shuffle. Yeah, he's just going to surge. Yeah, but a surge is which is nice, I mean, right? Of course, that's but great, a surging minion like, is. I, I don't, I just, yeah, Mike, Mike, you're calling it a mixed bag is spot on to me. I think I just meh. And it's the weirdest mixed bag because it's the <laughs> best of the best and then the lamest of the lame. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, if this was like the Mark five and Mark six from last week, 
this would have been perfect. Well, shuffle the two together. That's what yeah. they're asking you to do most of the time. That's uh, true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. In the campaign, there it's, it doesn't ever exist in isolation. Right. If you're playing campaign, as so. as written, yep. You have the two, the three, the five, and the six. So we're missing the one and the four. Yeah, I, I've had a lot of fun with these, right. but I've also never played with them with the set separate. Which is why I'm giving it a C because I just don't think you ever. There would be no joy there. Little house rule though on yeah. Operation Zero Tolerance could change things up. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's a lot of Sentinel tech for a couple weeks. Uh, Mike, uh, the <laughs> email. There's an email. How's that work? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you open up your browser to gmail.com. Uh, yeah, you can email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook, and you can find our YouTube channel or Patreon by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, and Wandering 2. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Sentinels, take us out. Targets identified. Mutants, surrender or die. I hope they choose die. It's a side scheme with three boost icons. Forced response. Three for player. What? He said boost icons. Oh, sorry. Three boost icons. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, for some reason, he's way... He's talking about boost icons first. Jesus. Yeah, I love it. Have you never listened to this show? (laughs)